from the Ballers Discord channel. This is the Baller Locker Room, where we talk all things baller. My name is Alex, and today I speak with the host of Baller AM, The Matador. We sit down and discuss new ways to engage and retain current holders and how he views the end game for ballers. So please enjoy episode 10. Disclaimer. The Baller Locker Room Podcast is not affiliated with NFT Genius or Ballers NFT. All discussion here is not financial advice and a solicitation to purchase any past, present, and future Baller NFTs. All right, welcome to the 10th episode of the Baller Locker Room. Today, we have an extra special guest. It is the host of Baller AM, the Matador, GM, or good evening, and welcome to the show. Good evening, Alex. Thank you so much for having me on today. Great way to spend our night talking some ballers, getting ready for whatever is going to come next from the Ballers NFT. It is a perfect evening. My girls in the UBL standards clinch both wins. I'm looking forward to probably clinch the championship, hopefully. Oh, is We're that in the Premier League? Is that in the Premier? No, it's Standard League as well. Uh, I'm nice. in the Nashville Miracles and the Tampa Bay Omens. Nashville's not doing too hot, but the Tampa Bay Omens only lost one game so far. So oh, Sitting pretty, sitting pretty over there. Exactly, exactly. All right, we got no co-host today. M Page swinging the golf clubs on a weekend getaway trip, and Neil is stepping back a little bit to pursue his actual job in digital ad or digital marketing. I forgot what it was, but best of luck to him. But we're gonna hit you with some lightning now, lightning round questions. The Matador, are you ready? All right, let's do it. Uh, could you just maybe tell us where you grew up, uh, how'd you get into Baller, and what made you pick Baller ID 3252 as your PFP? All right, so I grew up around the Philadelphia area, so I'm a 4 for 4 Philadelphia fan, which means I like the Phillies, the Sixers, the Flyers, and the Eagles. And my Baller uh, 3252, the green alien with the flat top. There's only two of them out there, me and Boogie Bot each got one. I was lucky enough to mint him, and uh, he's got a little sentimental value to me. His jersey number is 83, which is my brother's uh, birth year. So I thought that was pretty cool when I saw that. Nice, nice. Um, how'd you get into ballers? You just were top shot, and then they were giving out a contest, like most people, or you stumbled upon it? <laughs> You know, I can't even think about how I found ballers. I honestly can't remember. Other than I, I started my NFT journey with Top Shot, and that just led to exploring different uh, NFTs, and ballers was one of them. Wow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I honestly can't remember. <laughs> you oh, might it's been so long. I mean, five months ago, five, six months ago. Ooh, that was <laughs> – I gotcha. I gotcha. No worries. Uh, yeah. Glad to have you on board. You're a big part of the community, always looking, uh, always helpful in the Discord. And, you know, you started your own podcast. First question, I mean, our second question is, are you, when you're shopping for ballers, are you more looking at traits, skills, or combo? 
So when I first started with ballers, I was generally looking for combos just as a safe bet because you know, we don't know where ballers is going in the future, what will be more valuable, whether it be traits or skills. So I just kind of went with the uh, combo to begin with. And then I just saw that this massive shift towards skills. So my last two, I kind of shifted towards looking at skills. Um, but you know, with anything in life, things tend to swing back and forth. So I wouldn't be surprised to see if we see a swing back towards the uh, trait section with the different skins and bodies and roles, whether it's a captain, like we don't even know what captain's going to be. Um, so yeah, I guess, you know, it's a moving target. So for me, it started out as combo, and then I picked up a couple skill guys later on. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, how about top accessory? When they give you your own custom PFP, <laughs> for for all the work you've done on the baller am what would be your top pick for accessory um i would say my top pick is actually your guy has it it's the earring oh um, snap i love the earring for a couple reasons first off you know the clock is amazing but it doesn't look realistic to me. It's like a real basketball player is not going to be wearing that on the court. <laughs> the visor is awesome, but I kind of tend towards or like the more realistic and more subtle. And I like the earring. And it's also very, I think it's pretty rare. There's only 130 earrings out there. So it's a rare one. You might not pick up on it right away. And that's okay by me. Um, Cause I know it's there. And that, and I, I think it's, just kind of looks cool. Like a real player could be wearing it in an NBA game, you know? Well, nice, I guess nice. they, yeah. they might have to take them off, right? For the games, but I could still envision it a little easier than the clock or the other stuff. But. Uh, yeah, this is going to be the metaverse court. So true. Uh, it's going to be, <laughs> I don't know. We already have pink aliens and uh stone zombie. I mean, not stone zombies, zombies and stones. So it's going to be space jam in real life almost okay yeah. moving forward is top body do you just like the regular humans or any alt skins for your well custom i love GMP? my yeah i for my custom well so i love my green alien guy but i already have one because <laughs> I, I got really lucky with that so i'm pumped that i have that so if i got to pick any other custom skin I'd have to go with the blue one, which I think is Bright Alien. Bright Zombie. Bright Zombie. Okay, Bright Zombie. Yeah, those are those look pretty cool. Those are eye-catching too. And, you know, it's a blue guy. But which I guess kind of contradicts my whole earring being subtle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. It is pretty sweet. Okay. Last question of the lightning round question. Top perks you want to get by holding a baller? So top perk, utility related, I would love there to be staking as I don't really have any plans of selling any of my uh, ballers. So I'd, I'd pretty happily commit my not selling any of my ballers for like the next six months or year or whatever, you know? So if there could be some sort of perk for staking, I would love that. And it doesn't even have to be like money related. Like I would love to get like one of those infinity objects for my baller or I don't know, whatever they infinity can come up objects. with. Yeah. Like, have, you ever, have you ever seen those? 
No, I have. Oh, no, no, no. I meant what you mean. Uh, those Top Shot moments that are kind of made into an LED board or something like that. Yeah, I would love to get something like that for one of my ballers. But yeah, so staking, I guess. Okay, nice, nice. I'm also a investor. I do like, you know, the route where some of these proje NFT projects are going, where money is returned back for purchasing or just holding these NFTs. So I I'm agree. definitely in agreement with you. That wraps up the lightning round questions. We're going to move on with some updates on Gaia. Uh, just came, we just came back from their Q1 release and Gaia is looking so much more pretty and faster. Have you, have you done any shopping recently? I was looking at the, uh, the iconic shoes when they came out and just navigating the website is a lot easier. I love that it saves your search. So when you click the back button, you don't have to start all over again. And I think the best update I noticed was that little eyeball, right? Mm -hmm. That eyeball that pops up that says, you know, three people are looking at that. And you know, when you see that, if you want it, you better move because if you don't buy it while there's eyeballs, it's going to be gone. So I think that's, I think that's genius because it creates that little FOMO experience for people. Exactly. Yeah. I, I definitely agree as well. That real time listing just shows up automatically. You guys, you don't even have to uh, look at anything anywhere else. Uh, if you, if you can know what you want, you could click buy instantly. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I first realized that when they were doing the flunk uh okay reveal and people were selling i'm like whoa this is a built-in raven.io and it was very useful yeah yeah um i first noticed the eyeball thing with the nfl all day market that's where you know oh you, you're right you're right when you're looking at listings there you'll see you'll see that too but um, I have you have you been keeping up with all the NFTs that are coming to Gaia? Because there's a long list now. Yeah. Can you? I know Flunk came out. Uh, what's the other one? So I got. So these are the NFTs that are coming to Gaia, or all, or are already on them, mm -hmm. which would be ballers. You know, obviously hip hop. Archive, mm -hmm. Flunks, Drivers, Meta Panda, mm -hmm. sneak, Sneakerhood, Bobbles, and today was released Dugout Dogs, which is a baseball NFT. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know, Flomies, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if Flomies is coming too. But yeah, it's uh, great to see. I, you know, one of our questions was to the founders um, in previous episode, but wasn't answered due to time restriction was how they feel about their marketplace Gaia trying to take on the other incumbents of OpenSea, uh, Looks Rare, Nifty Gateway, just their stance on it. Um, sadly, we didn't have enough time to ask him about it, but it looks like Gaia's gearing up for a big war. They're trying to compete from existing market. Uh, yeah, the 
place be all for flow will be Gaia, it looks like. Right. Like, I think the more, obviously, the more collect collections that come to Gaia, the better. I mean, it's just kind of like strength in numbers. You'll have all these different groups coming, hopefully pulling different segments of the population, the NFT community with them. And for every sale that goes through that, that strengthens Gaia as a company, which should then in turn help strengthen Ballers since Ballers was created by NFT Genius who created Gaia. So it all is all kind of under the same umbrella. Um, mm -hmm. Even though I know there's different sections of teams working on different projects in NFT Genius. Yeah, excellent. I mean, that just brings up to our main topic of the day is just growth metrics and user growth initiatives. Um, like you mentioned, what they're looking to do is bring as much eyes to Gaia and hope some of those uh, people are converted to ballers. And through collaborations, hopefully that comes true. But you know, in the Discord, there were some people who did not think this is the correct approach you know the ballers holders are not gaining too much out of this um, collab especially some of these collabs it seems more one-sided than the other and it kind of goes through what how do you bring more demand and value to the ballers holder because right now they're just bringing more people but that doesn't help with our current engagement or retention with current ballers. So they question, right? How do yeah. you actually retain and engage our current holders? You're just bringing more in. And we're might be alienating some current power users, quote unquote. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I quite see it the same way. I think anybody who owns a baller should be happy that other groups are coming to uh, Gaia. Um, I, I guess the main question that I think we all should be thinking is like, how do we increase demand, right? Mm -hmm. And one way to increase demand is by increasing the visibility of the project to other NFT groups and to other NFT collectors. Um, so like, how can we increase demand even as a community? And what can ballers do to increase demand? Like, that's the main thing for me, at least. Mm -hmm. um, I think some people might, might think that, you know, the ballers group had was focused on Gaia and not focusing on ballers and maybe putting more attention on Gaia than ballers. But I don't, I don't know how true that is because I don't see the inside of how everything's working. But from what I understand like Gaia is its own team and then ballers is a separate team mm -hmm. so i think maybe that's why some people were sour at some of the stuff happening recently yeah i mean like you said there is a gaia probably a product team just specifically only focuses on gaia the platform and there is a team dedicated to baller which were they mostly doing these sneaker airdrops uh that was the main thing that they're spending most of the time in my opinion i'm like we don't have inside knowledge but just looking at what their timeline is looks like sneaker was what their main priority and that was what was just completed 
two days ago, three right. days ago. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think with that happening, I think we're going to start to hopefully see a shift or a change or like the next chapter of ballers. And I think we're scheduled for a Twitter spaces um, at some point in April. I don't know if they, I don't think they've said anything official, but um, you know, I've heard like the end at the end of April or during the month of April. So I think that is going to be the next big thing that we're all going to be keeping our eyes and ears out for to, to see what the next plans are for ballers, particularly. Okay, I'm, I'm going to end this question. I mean, this topic with a question. If you were the VP of marketing, freshly brought on to NFT Genius, what would you implement? More airdrops, celebrity endorsements, challenges, more referrals to get demand up. This is like the million dollar question, right? This is, this is, this is what people get paid the big bucks for. Right. All right, so the question again is if I was the VP of marketing, marketing. or this, you know, chief marketing Making, officer, yeah. And I'm trying to increase the demand Man. for ballers. Yeah, exactly. How would I do that? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if I was the VP of marketing for ballers and I would my goal was to increase demand. Well, I think they've done a good job of setting up Gaia to supporting ballers and supporting all the NFTs and bringing more people in. So to increase demand, you need more people and less supply. So Mm -hmm. they're making pathways or roads to increase the, the, the people coming to Gaia. Now we have to figure out a way to decrease the supply. So a couple of things could happen. Staking could decrease the supply. Um, rewarding buyers could decrease the supply. So that would be my two ways of trying to, you know, uh, increase the demand for ballers and, and raise, raise the price. Now, I, we shouldn't really only be looking like, let's raise the price. Let's, mm-hmm. let's look in just at the floor. We want this to be a good experience for everybody involved. Um, but nobody's having fun when it just keeps going down, down, down. So there's, there has to be a little bit of that conversation too. Yeah. I mean, you make very good points, right? Floor is not a true indicative of the entire health of this project, but it is showing that there is a lot more people want to get out than come in. And that's why you see all this floor drop and it has a psychological effect on people because mm-hmm. they think they correlate prices to this market getting rugged, getting nowhere, no traction and stuff like that. But right. this is the million dollar question. How do you create more user growth as well as keeping retention or engagement? I think as, as you know, just releasing a game as fast as possible would help with that. Just making sure people are current holders, understand and see the value right now. Um, anything they can do to create just more engagement within the group is better. 
you know, all these mostly contests that's been going on, right? Uh, March yeah. Madness. These, yeah, the, uh, wa- the watch parties, the Duncan Robinson Twitter yeah. mm-hmm. uh, competition. Uh, the Discord was just restructured. So maybe having different games going on uh, just to get more activity is all kind of positives in my eyes. Um, but I think what NFT collectors are looking for is some sort of utility that's like an NF- NFT utility, mm-hmm. like whether mm-hmm. it's staking or royalties or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, in my opinion, as long as we're having value bring back through engagement or anything with good retention for the uh, the current holders, it would be a big positive. Um, and so better, more clear communication also could help because yeah, I think unsure. I think uh, Patrick Fume has been doing a pretty good job with that communication mm-hmm. um, since he's been hired. But here's an idea. I don't even know if it's a real thing. But what if, what if Ballers said, we're going to give you a burnout or a cash out guarantee, where if you're like, you know, I'm done with Ballers and I don't want to, like, I don't have to jump through hoops to sell it. What if there was a burnout option where like, you're like, I'm done. I just want to burn my baller and you automatically get a payout, like a burn payout thing where they take a look at how much profit they have, how much secondary sales from Gaia or whatever. And they say, okay, for every baller that gets burnt, that person leaving will get like $400, right? Uh I think some people are like, oh my gosh, this could crash all the way below mint and they could go beneath $100. But if they gave some sort of like baseline where it cannot possibly go beneath that, maybe that would settle some people down. But at the same time, it could have a really bad effect where people think, oh, well, this is what they say it's actually worth. So I don't know if that's a terrible idea or a good idea. No, no. It's great to see your creative juices flowing. Having an established floor by, by NFT Genius would go a long way, I think. But, you know we're not making those hard decisions. Uh, right. We're, you know, we're both passionate holders and we want to see this project succeed. So any, exactly. any, any discussion to further this is always a plus in my eyes. Our last question and discussion of the day is Ballers Endgame. When or if ballers become massively adopted everyone knows about it all the basketball players hold at least one or two in the nba how do you kind of see that environment entailing all right i gotta think about this one yeah uh just giving you some brainstorm justin brown sees this more as more of a gaming aspect he believes that there's a gm these are the ballers holder and we're playing as a regular team and people who are more, you know, casuals, we could rent out these ballers and they could play it and make money that way kind of thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that could be one of the that could be one of the NFT utilities is being able to rent your players out to other people who want to use your your baller. In a game, um, yeah. 
in a game. I think gaming is the, the big thing that people want to see. I know they've talked about having multiple games. Yeah, I think they even talked about maybe some gambling companies maybe kind of interested in these ballers as a simulation where you can bet on one side and you see kind of how they stack up and then one way or another it'll come out. Um, I think everybody loves that NBA Jam idea, being able to play that. Um, but, you know, ballers endgame, you know, if we have all NBA players owning this, it's just going to be one big party. Like, like I think everybody will just be pumped for, for that to come to fruition. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you that like seeing, I don't know if you saw, but like in Vegas, the, the hoodlum parties and all that, mm -hmm. like to me, that was powerful. Like, like being able to see that on the strip, like their advertisement, like that just looked like one blast of a time. And I know they're not, you know, at mass adoption right now, but like, that's kind of what I envisioned just having a blast with everybody and, you know, making money on this is almost secondary for me. It's been a learning experience. Uh, I never thought I'd ever make a podcast. It's been <laughs> great. Getting, yeah. Like I've never in my wildest dreams thought, you know, maybe I'll have a podcast one day, but you know, just learning and growing and talking to people, being supportive to, to people, you know, I think ballers, as a community needs to be, you know, has to have something for everybody, whether you even like basketball or not, like uh, people come in and might want to play that Mario Kart game or play poker, or they maybe they do love basketball, or maybe they need, you know, a companion or a friend to talk to about they're going through a rough time. I think Endgame is just that giant community where everybody's helping each other, supportive of each other. And then you know, everything else with the ballers NFT is just gravy to me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. but. I mean, we, we are a strong community. There's a lot of people helping each other out, you know, just meeting other people who are so passionate about NBA and NFT. It's for most people, it's love at first sight, right? This is the one of mm -hmm. the only NFT that has gamification and basketball. And as a, you know, NFT thing. So three in one and instantly gets hooked kind of thing. But yeah. to answer my own question, uh, how I see this playing out as mass adoption is the game. Gaming is multi-billion dollar market and it's plans to continue to uh, grow 20% next year or how many years the statistics is but i want i think how i want to see it is more like league of legends or dota or you know have you heard of those games no okay <laughs> never mind uh think about madden uh you know madden or 2k those those types of games they yeah. have they have their own tournament winnings but dota and league of legends are the biggest esport games and they're their prize pools are millions, if not more. Wow. So these are, <laughs> yeah. So these are five people, pro players versus another team of five going at it in this simulated uh, online game. And winner gets a million bucks or more. So how I see it as mass adoption is when the game comes out, this is what we're all holders are playing against. We bring our own squad. We control our ballers in this game that is transfixed. So you're 
baller pfp 3252 will have its own animation its own skills already imported and you're using a keyboard or controller and you're joining with your other friends playing and you're you're set to either as a five team of three team of one i don't know but you you're going to be playing for prizes is the is the overall end goal like that idea i like that idea like the one game i used to play a lot was the war zone welcome to the war zone call of duty the war oh, zone gotcha gotcha yeah 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 i was more of a battlefield guy okay <laughs> okay but yeah that sounds like a great idea like dropping in into these games and playing now in your vision do we have the vr is there a vr capability maybe that's going to be a whole new level because vr tech is not fully established yet uh and right that is tricky <laughs> so i'm not sure where they're gonna go with it but if, if vr is an option <laughs> i hope your house is big enough to <laughs> you might be jumping and then hitting your head on the ceiling or something <laughs> gonna, gonna have to go to like an actual gym with my vr to play exactly, basketball. yeah <laughs> might have to hire a couple kids to wear it for yeah, me. <laughs> there goes the matador <laughs> yeah. reserve section for the matador for his uh for his baller game there you go but, um i think that's all the time we have do you have anything to shout out or plug uh i would just like to plug the uh the ballers locker room podcast start listening if you're not listening because this is where you find out all this great information um i've listened to every episode and i love it and thank you for making this and keep it going keep it going all right thank you so much the matador that was a blast and see you guys next week That wraps up episode 10. Thank you so much for listening and a special thank you to the Matador for spending his time on the show. Please send any additional questions or comment on our Twitter at BallerLockerR1 and see you guys next week.